Welcome back, guys. We had a break uh, from last week. We are now back. This is, oh man, episode 18. Yeah, we're almost at that. We're almost hitting that legal drinking age podcast age. Oh, so. yeah, we can, <laughs> we, can uh, we can go to war, we can vote, but we can't drink yet. Yep. Casey we can buy smokes too. You can buy smokes, but, but you can't, can't drink. We yeah. can't smoke them <laughs> if you got them and buy them if you don't have them. Exactly. So, where we last off, last talked off, we were talking about the XFL. We're now in the week three of the XFL, or I guess now coming into week four of the XFL. Jeff, how are you liking it? You've been watching it. I've been watching it. I love it still. It's lost a little bit of its luster because now it's so, getting to that nice sweet point of like, this is football. This is their slogan for the love of football, right? So, yeah. So I watched quite a bit in week two. A little bit in week one, watched quite a bit in week two. I, I caught a little bit of week three. I think I said either to you, I'm not sure if it was on the pod, but I, I know that I said that I wanted to adopt DC, the DC Defenders, yep. uh, because I like Cardell Jones's game. And I think, is it Pep Hamilton, their coach, mm-hmm. who's, I like his attitude, I like his moxie. Mm-hmm. And then they proceed to completely shit the bed and have a terrible game <laughs> right after I adopted them as my team. So I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. Correct. I'm, I'm going to stick with my DC Defenders as my XFL team. I, I would like to say I want to adopt a St. Louis team, but you know what? Fuck St. Louis. Um, they, uh, an NFL team, they're not, a, they're not a football town. So I'm still a DC <laughs> Defenders guy. And uh, and I, I did enjoy last week, but I can't say I watched a, a ton of XFL. I actually okay. I had to cover for the old man at the uh, the at the store at the furniture store on Saturday. Okay, so didn't have a whole lot of time. Yeah, no, I get that. So here's what I was gonna say. This is this is what the great thing is, right? You adopted a team, and then the next week they hurt you. This oh. is just football, sports in general. When you're new to something. You love a team because they're just, they're killing it. They're doing well. And then just all of a sudden it's like, what the fuck? Like you guys are doing so well. Then all this happens. I, not to be a bandwagoner, but I'm very much a Houston Roughnecks fan. But that's only because I was born in Houston. I have family in Houston. So I like them a lot. And I also like the Battle Hawks. That Landry Jones and, uh, or is is there another Texas team? Landry Jones and... And Bob Stoops, is that their team, the Roughnecks? Uh, I think so. Bob Stoops, I think, is for the Roughnecks. The old, uh, the old Oklahoma coach. Yep. And, and by the way, I just want to throw out there, sorry, uh, anybody, for my shitty quality. I'm, I'm talking to you from the, the porn machine that's half busted that I may have referenced <laughs> last, last week you, that I need to did. replace. So, yeah, uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah so the dallas the dallas renegades is the other team that has Bob gotcha Stoops. gotcha and so really the this whole thing is just obviously there's only eight teams obviously there's the xfl east and west so there's not a lot of teams yet but tampa still sucks <laughs> they played better yep. they played better but they still suck <laughs> their plus td ratio is minus five that should just kind of tell you the early parts of their games are getting just outscored. And it wasn't until this recent week that they did well. But 
you know, actually, I'm going to take a segue. So we're going to get off XFL. We'll come back to NFL. But I want to talk about NCAA March Madness. March Madness is coming up yep. very, very soon. How are you feeling? Do you, I know you're not – I know you, Mr. C, you guys aren't major basketball slash college basketball guys. Well – How are you feeling this year? I – so can we talk – can I completely tangent on yeah. just sports for a second? Yeah. yeah and yeah. just, so I like basketball. Okay. Every time I watch basketball, I like basketball. Okay. But one of my biggest problems with basketball, now this doesn't apply to the college level. A big problem with basketball at the college level is frankly, the talent's not that good. It often looks really ugly. But the NBA level, we have the Donahue controversy where it's basically confirmed that refs point shave at the nba so you know there, there's no betting integrity in basketball that's what kind of freaks me out about basketball uh also baseball sorry no, no, <laughs> to sure. completely derail sure. you here hey. but <laughs> but you know the, the where i'm going with this is that the nfl gets a bad rap of being the bad league and the nfl does some bad shit you know they their their players occasionally do some bad things. They do some unsavory stuff as a league, like blackballing Colin Kaepernick. We've kind of been through that on previous yeah. pods. But is baseball not the dirtiest sport in in America? Yes. With with the Astros cheating scandal after having gone to like two World Series, winning one, uh, the Royals swept them out of the playoffs, and I think they were favored in the AL at that time. Mm-hmm. And. It, it, it just the history of Pete Rose, I, the Black Sox. I know that's like a hundred years ago. Correct, but that's but, still referenced to today. Right, and there's the and to, to to your point, right? It's not like a bad year or a few bad years. You know, for football, we have the Patriots who are seen as the quote unquote. Oh, they're the bad ones because they get a, they get to cheat. We literally had an era called the steroid era. Right. Yes. The that's steroid how, era. Yeah. That's how bad it was. And so people Fernan- are like. Fernando yeah. Tatis hit two grand slams in one fucking inning. Fernando yeah. Tatis was like a, he was a shortstop for, for the, the Cardinals. Yes. I, I completely cannot believe I didn't even mention the steroid era. Yes. Yeah. Baseball <laughs> is, is, is a, got a culture of grimy corruption. Yes. It, it, and, and the whole like America's pastime thing. Like it's the, like it's the squeaky clean old man in his bow tie. What's up with all these little old guys in bow ties too, that cover baseball. Yeah. And I just, I'm just so over baseball and its assumption of America's pastime in this it's like not. Yep. And this exactly. kind of hoity toity, almost holier than thou thing baseball fans have about their sport being this weird immaculate thing that's not corrupt and not violent. And frankly, it's it's not violent until people rush the mound and get into yeah, a fist when fight. you throw when you throw a baseball ninety eight miles per hour to someone's head. Oh yeah, right. no, that's not violent. It's a fucking weapon. Right. Are, are you kidding me? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, football football has violence built into the game, and yeah. and rarely it, it, and we covered the whole uh, Rudolph Miles Garrett thing in yeah. the previous podcast. Rarely it does spill out, but yeah, baseball like like you said, ninety miles per hour to the dome is more dangerous than anything that's going to happen on a football field. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I just. I'm going to watch some baseball. I'm a Royals fan, but fuck baseball. Um, yeah. just, just had to get that out. I, I know I know you mentioned basketball, but that's been something I've wanted to get out here for a couple of weeks and we just haven't had the opportunity. Yeah. Um, but 
all the way back to college basketball, I, I can't, I watched Kansas play Baylor the other night. I, I watched a uh, Doak. Uh, yeah, as a bookie, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, just dominate. I think he went 20 something in 19. Yeah. That was fun. I, I like that. Yeah, I'm a Missouri guy. I know you're a Kansas guy. Missouri's yeah. no longer in the Big 12, but I like it when Kansas is good. It's fun. And, you know, right now we've got the top two teams in the country in the Big 12, Baylor and Kansas. And yeah. Kansas just handled Baylor in their building i i feel i'm gonna have a lot of fun watching kansas in this tournament uh for one my uh my squeeze who i may may not name hannah uh she (laughs) she's a kansas fan so it's it'll it'll be it'll be a lot of fun watching with her and i really kind of like how big self has a big guy i called him big self yeah big self Self. he is big dick bill self (laughs) big (laughs) come on guys i get just throw it in there to dope bust it outside. Uh, so Bill Self as a big guy, like he always does. Yeah. And yeah, college basketball and basketball in general has kind of moved towards the perimeter and three-point shooting. And can't it's gonna be fun watching Kansas watching Doke crash the glass and then kick it outside to the perimeter guys and see what they can do. What do you think? So as a, obviously, a fan, an alumnus of University of Kansas. Kevin is wearing a Kansas Jayhawks shirt. Yeah, Kansas Jayhawks shirt right now. Uh, I actually feel kind of worried about our playoff run, mainly because we are very streaky when it comes to shooting from the three or even mid-range. Doke, I'm going to put this label on him just because he has earned it. He is injury prone. He hasn't had a year where he's not been injured. So this is the first, obviously, coming off again, another injury. I need to be able to see him last and be able to make these deep runs. My other issue is that Bill Self plays a very old school stop. He has a big man. What has the NBA shifted towards? And the guy that leads that is Steph Curry. You shoot from the three. You shoot and win from the three. We don't do that. We don't ever win from the three. If we ever get down against like a Villanova or a West Virginia, the only way we come back is we stop their three and then we just go down center and throw it to Doke and maybe Dotson. But but yeah. Let, let me make two points on that though. And keep in mind, forgive me if you're listening at home because I'm not the I'm not the most educated basketball fan, but Two points on that one is that it, it sometimes it's good to zig when others zag. Sure. So if if the game isn't accustomed to defending the big man as it does not seem to be, Doke can sort of have his way with his dunks on the inside. Sure. And and three-point shooting for anybody can be streaky, especially at the college level. And so if you're living by the three, you will also die by the three. Correct. When you have a bad day shooting. Kansas yep. can survive a tournament game against a good team shooting sub-30% from three-point. Yeah. With Doke shooting 80% from the dunk line. Yeah. You know, that's... Yeah, so, having his high-percent shots. And so I... I I'll add this though. So the analytics, right? They would actually disagree with you that you want to play small ball. And this is more just taking the analytics from NBA. 
you you don't want to play you know big old school shack diesel where it's like oh we're just dunking no really realistically you want to be able to play from a it's a shooter's game it is right well and 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 especially especially in the nba yeah where guys can just sink them at 40 percent yeah consistently but in a single elimination tournament i think it Right. Uh, you you'd prefer if Kansas had at least one lights out three pointer shooter. Yeah. Which they don't yep. have. Correct. But but in a single elimination tournament, to have your game not rely on being hot from three, I think can help you survive. Yeah. It can help you survive a game where maybe you're you know, not shooting all that well. Yeah. And and the great thing about KU in the three plus years ago, three to five years ago, is that we had three point shooters. We had Speed McKayluke, we had um, Devontae Graham, and so we could rely on them to be like, oh, you know, I'm getting a call from my grandma right now, so it's just blasting my ear. <laughs> Do you need to take that from grandma? <laughs> no, I'll. I called her earlier today, so I'll call her back once this is done. But we used to have those three point shooters, and it didn't really, you know do us very well and so it was more along the lines of yes everyone would obviously prefer if we could shoot from three we could be the golden state warriors of you know ncaa basketball that'd be great i would love it i'd love everyone wants a dynasty everyone wants to be dominant no everyone's saying we want parody and no shut the fuck up you aren't a winner you want your team to win and dominate right that's the truth that is the truth you can't deny it. So for me, it's also the fact that the last time we KU, the last time KU went to the big, the big ball was 2012 when we played against Anthony Davis. I remember that because we lost that and we really haven't gone back. We've gotten to, I think a few top eights, but other than that, we've had pretty short stints. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, you're just so spoiled because you guys win all the time. Yeah, we won what 14 Big 12s. That's cool, but when you win consistently, it needs to get to that next level, right? The Patriot way of, well, if it's Super Bowl or bust, we should be expected to go to the Super Bowl. And if you go to the Super Bowl, that's fine. And if you lose, oh, that's fine. You know. I think the, the the whole thing I keep coming back to though is the single elimination nature yeah. of the NCAA. Tournament. Yeah. Yep. Which is what makes it exciting too. For every, uh, yeah, it does but it? I feel like Kansas should expect the Sweet Sixteen every yeah, year. We should. every year they're a number one seed. They should expect the Elite Eight. Yep. But then again, the single elimination nature. You, it, it, you can't when you start with sixty four teams and you play that many games, you just cannot expect to make the final four in the national championship every year. It's just correct. It just can't yeah. really happen that way. And that's not really the nature of basketball. Like you said, that's what makes it exciting. Yeah. That's what invites the upsets. But yep. and it, Bill Self is a title short, probably. But yeah. Yeah. But he's He's a damn good coach, and he's a lot oh, yeah. of fun. He's a lot of fun to watch for me on the sidelines. Oh yeah, you know? he's he is always going to be, in my opinion. I think even people who used to love Roy, now he's at you know, UMC. Yeah, 
I think people appreciate that Bill Self has stuck for so long. And yeah, he's definitely, to me, at least two titles short. He got the one, which was magical. Everything about that was magical. That was a magical run. But we kind of want one more. We, As fans, it's been so long. It's 2008. Now it's 12 years, 13 years later. And yeah, he's got a whole bunch of accolades. He's won the Big 12 multiple times. But we just want to just like kind of not in the same vein where, you know, Andy Reid finally won his first. But it's like we want we want more for Bill. We want more for Bill so coach self. Right. So I agree with you. I'm super I'm just always stoked for obviously you and I both worked at Cerner. So I remember when Cerner was just during March Madness, everyone got their laptop, the network was fucking getting yeah. drained, <laughs> all the TVs were set to it. So I'm just super stoked for March Madden. Now where we currently work that isn't the case. Our network could not handle everyone's streaming, so they. Our network can't handle <laughs> shit. We have an outage every goddamn month. Jesus yeah. Christ! I mean, we're not talking about the company. We're talking about the literal. Yeah. Right. We, yeah. yeah. We should, we're we literally talking the actual building network. Right. It's barely. Yeah. A, it's like working on copper wires, guys. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, I'm going to be having my home computer remoted in, and I'm going to have all available i'm just gonna tell people hey go here. just go here it's fine it, it nice. can handle it so Excellent. i'm just super stoked but you're getting to a point i cut you off you're getting to a point about fuck baseball base yeah i'm just in the, i've not i've never really loved baseball i thought for me it was a very boring sport even when i go to the royals game when they were bad i just didn't get excitement out of baseball yeah. as a game oh but it's all about knowing when to do this and Oh, being, I was like, okay, for me, it's like, if you can just hit a home run every time, which is what baseball is doing now, why don't you just hit a baseball, you know, hit a home run? Well, and, and, and it's like baseball too wants to eliminate any, anything that injects more strategy in the game they want to eliminate. So, so baseball's introduced the shift. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say introduced, I should say emphasized, because the shift yeah. has always been around, but they've gotten super creative with the shift where if you're, you know, if you're a right-handed guy, everyone's going to be over on your left if you yep. like to pull the ball. Mm-hmm. And and they're coming up with rules to say, let's outlaw that. <laughs> or like, let's <laughs> say the, the second baseman can't move across this line. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's really, really dumb. So yeah. yeah. Football is king and will remain king. and will remain king. Yeah. Uh, 365. For, I mean, we yeah. got we, we got we got guys in local sports talk at the combine right now. Yes. Coming talking in about college players just doing workouts. Like talking <laughs> talking about guys running around in their underwear doing yeah. Benching, seeing how many times they can twenty-five and how fast they can run and how high they can jump. It's like this is such non not such nonsense that doesn't always translate to the game, but we fucking love it. We eat it up. We eat it up. Yeah, yeah. It can't help it. And so you know, figure it out, baseball or don't. I don't really care. But yeah, fuck baseball. Basketball is kind of fun. Football is king. It is king. Joe Burrow's hands. Are small, t- tiny hands, <laughs> tiny hands, <laughs> tiny hands. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, I don't know how I made it through college. I mean, what? Here's here's a point I've heard people make. Um, 
And I just half said, I don't know how he made it through college. Obviously he just <laughs> had an amazing year. He, he was great. He popped. But, yeah. But people, people say, well, he had no problem throwing the ball in, in college. Well, guess what? I also have no problem throwing a spiral with the college football. Exactly. If you put it's... an NFL football in my hand, it's right. quite a bit bigger. And, yeah. and I, and I cannot just zip an NFL football, you know, it, I'm going to admit it, but then again, I'm not coming out for the draft anytime yeah. soon. So I think it's I think it's a legit thing. Uh, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have huge hands, and he's done okay. And he actually came out and said as much. And yeah, just because Patrick Mahomes always says all the right shit, and he's just always such a great fucking guy all the time. King. But um, yeah. But but there is a and and I don't have the numbers in front of me. But you're just gonna have to not you, Kevin, but you listening are just gonna have to believe me. You know, I, I hope I've earned the benefit of the doubt. Uh, there is a strong correlation between hand size and turnovers in the NFL. And so it's a, it's a legitimate concern. I also think Joe Burrow, his age is a little bit of a concern. Yeah. What is I he, mean, 24, I think he's going to be 24 before he, yeah. before he takes an NFL snap. Yeah. And he's currently 23. Yep. Yeah. So he'll, uh, his birthday is December 10th. So, so he'll turn 24, 24 in his rookie in the year. Mid- Yep. And, yeah. and so that's old for a rookie and, 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 and he's already enjoyed some of that development. A lot of NFL guys get their first year, you know, a, a lot of it does come from experience in the NFL, but a lot of it also just comes from another year of yeah. studying the game of throwing footballs of working out with your guys and of just sort of maturing, you know, cause you, yeah. you learn to party just a little bit less as you get older. And, but, and that's the thing is that the guy that if he took, to stay within the combat, to talk about the guy that would be the definitive number one if he didn't get injured was Tua Tagovailoa, right. right? And he's twenty-one, right? You I'm, know, and I'm taking yeah. Tua. I, I I don't know if I'm if I'm the Bengals at number one, I'm taking Tua. I'm you take Tua. Yeah. I'm assuming I'm I'm assuming he can't play, and I'm ta- I'm getting another for I'm getting another one-one. Yeah. And I'm going back to back on one ones. And then next year I've got Tua and I'm taking another one one. Yeah. You know? And and but. with two and that's the thing. I agree with you. I actually like Tua. I like a his lot game more way as a more. prospect. Yeah, he's a more accurate thrower. He has the better arm than Burrow. He's got much better mobility. I mean he's he got if if he hadn't busted his hip, he would be he yeah, would be no, he far would and away be one. The number one. Yeah, he yeah. is the number one. But unfortunately, because people are now scared of, ooh, his hip, that, that's a weird injury. Like, how does he well, recover, Bo, you know? It's the Bo Jackson injury, and that's yeah. the concern. No, but, you yeah. know, that happened back 20 years ago now or more, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, 25 years ago. Uh, but Bo Jackson was one of the greatest athletes of all time and then never came back after the same injury, and that's the yeah. concern. Yep. And, yeah, I like – and. Even next year, we've talked about this in a few podcasts, three about three podcasts ago. Our guy, Trevor Lawrence, if the the weird college, and we've talked about it, I think with with quarterbacks, it should just be like maybe two years, but everyone else maybe you stay for three. But man, Tre- yeah, I don't know. I just, you find I, some kind of way. Yeah, I can't. I just can't believe that the the whole and you know we're off season, so we can touch on all this good kind of weird shit. Yeah, the whole paying players issue that and, and this whole so much could just be straightened out if 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 we just said if you're 18 you can go to the league 
it, yeah. w- by, by the time you're an adult, frankly, almost even younger, who really cares? If someone will pay, pay you to play the sport, you can go play the sport. Yeah. So it, it's ridiculous that Trevor Lawrence couldn't come out for the draft last year. It's even more ridiculous that he can't come out this year. Yeah. And, and really, it, it, no one worries about paying players in baseball, in, in college baseball, that is. Yeah. Because because baseball set up the rule where if you're good enough, you play in their minor league. And if you're not good enough, if you're good enough, they draft you out of high school and play in their minor league. Yeah, here here like, I went here yeah. I went trashing baseball, and now I'm going to talk about how they do a better job of managing <laughs> in young some players. aspects. Yeah, in some right. aspects. Yeah. And and if and if you're not good enough, you go to college and the college. I, I don't know actually how they have this worked out, but if you do go and you play college baseball, you have to play for three years. Right. Yeah. I think I'm not sure if the MLB and the NCAA have an agreement there or what. I, I don't see why every sport can't do the same thing. Yeah. You know, make maybe the I would love to see a, an XFL, NFL merger. I don't know, some sort of minor league for football. You let your you let the top talent play in the minor league or even just be on a practice squad on the NFL team. You let everyone else go to college. They're locked in there for three years. And then you don't even have to worry about this pay player thing, because yeah. if you're good enough, you do get paid. Just so not talk, by a public so, institution. So I agree with you. I think, and this is kind of the problem with the NFL right now, right? Because if you are that good as a prospect, you're a little raw, maybe you're just a great size. People don't go to the CFL. People don't go to European, you know, wherever any other quote unquote football league, wherever that is, because why would you? The competition right. is just that much worse. But man, you make a great point. What if, and McMahon... NXT, you know what NXT is, right? This is the yeah. WWE's training grounds. Right, like their hey, minor league. Yeah, yeah, their minor league. Hello, hey, Vince McMahon and Triple H, you guys created the NXT. Let's do that for football. Hey, you're good enough. You come, you come out of high school or maybe a year of college. You're like, you know, I want to go to N- NXT for football, <laughs> whatever you call that, right? Play yeah. for a year and you just get like, you're pumping iron, you're just getting big and then it's just like, bam, okay. Right. What, I want to see. Uh, yeah. I want to see the XFL sign a guy out of high school. Yeah. You know, and just say instead of college, come play at the XFL for two, three years. Yep. You know, I, just, I, yeah. You get paid, you get money because, yeah, obviously, oh, but the love of college. And can you, you know imagine, <laughs> can you imagine the story if like the first 18 year old, and he would have to be a stud, obviously, he'd have to oh, be yeah. like a, you have to be a thick ass muscular, you know, six two guy who's already grown into like two twenty or something. Yep. But but th- those guys exist, and if that guy comes out as a quarterback and shreds up a professional league, like I mean, yeah, the, the XFL is a professional it league. Yep. That would be it'd be groundbreaking. It'd be a, and it would, I would just love how much it would just rustle the NCAA's jimmies. Yeah, because this changes. This changes the entire landscape. Oh, you know what? If you're kind of the Baker Mayfield where you had to do like four walk-ons, you can go that route. You get your opportunity. You get your chance to play against semi-professional to professional players in your in your conferences. You do that for three, four, five years. But if you're just a fucking stud like the Kobe's, LeBron's, and the base basketball you know, analogy, no, I can play. I can play right now. And yeah, obviously there's a big learning curve between reading – a high school defense versus a college defense to the next level. But the game, as we've talked ad nauseum, has changed so much to become more easier that the fail rate for quarterbacks have dramatically plummeted. 
that most quarterbacks kind of come out and they're pretty decent. There's not really a horrible quarterback nowadays. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. There's a whole lot less of I, – I can't remember the last guy who came in and threw, you know, 10 touchdowns and 20 INTs his first year. Yeah. You know, which used to be really common, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'd be totally on board. But the NFL being – kind of who they are they're an old man's club and you got to be a part of the little boys club and the jerry joneses to be able to squeeze your way in i don't know if they do that at least for the next maybe five or ten years if the xfl can even last that long but boy oh boy that would be a farm league just like soccer like football slash soccer in europe where they actually have like leagues where it's like kate you know five through 16 and they just get these young kids trained up in the sport and these kids are just magnificent yeah. But we'll see what but happens before yeah. we pivot off of sports. Yeah. Um, and, and for, for those of you listening, Kevin is great at bearing with me because, because he'll tell me what his ideas are. I don't really have any ideas until we start talking. And then all of a sudden I'll just throw out something that Kevin has no prep for, but then he'll talk about it. So that that's <laughs> Kevin, you're, you're good at that. And thank you. So boxing. Okay. Wilder. I have this on my notes. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, good. So, I was at a B-dubs a few weeks ago and just, just, just hanging out, just eating some wings. Cause B-dubs is fucking great. And uh, I just, I just love B-dubs and they had Wilder Fury part one on just on the, on TV. Yeah. I think, I think ESPN was replaying it. And I, I started to gather just based on how the commercial breaks and stuff were cutting that it was a replay of a fight, but I was glued to the replay and I hadn't really heard much about it. And, you know, it's this, it, it's Deontay Wilder. He's got the, the most dangerous right hand in the game. He's got the most, supposedly the most powerful, they call it the eraser. He's got one punch knockout power. Yep. And, 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 and he's just this cut up guy and fury is this big pudgy white guy. And he looks, I, I mean, pudgy too. He's got like no. love handles. Yep. And, and so and I'm watching, I'm like, I can't, this pudgy guy might, he, he's, he, he was in there, you know, he's, he's, he, he was in there and he was competitive and he was actually winning the fight. It looked like, and then, and then Wilder round 12, and a lot of people know, you know, what happened in round one, uh, knocks him the fuck out just knocks him the fuck out he's like out cold and this is like a fucking rocky movie the guy is like down out cold and gets up at about count eight or nine you know it it by all rights wilder had to know he had won that fight and and he 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 saved himself from a loss i'm confident um but uh but yeah uh (laughs) just no seriously and that you made a point i for the for the listeners, I sent Jeff a image of what Tyson Fury looked like before he got like serious about boxing and everything. He was he, an yeah. overweight guy. Like big he was a time. you know, he's a big guy overall, but like he put on a lot of weight. And so all of a sudden it's like, oh, I gotta get ready for another you know, for boxing. Boom. He's not shredded, but he dropped a lot. You know, so, dropped a lot, you know. So they so watching that round one. And then ESPN, uh, I don't, the IBC yeah. boxing did such a phenomenal job the last month or two because I went from last boxing fight I gave a shit about was Mayweather McGregor. 
barely yeah. even a boxing match, a exactly. crossover, a crossover combat match. And and by the time Wilder Fury 2 was going, I, I was in. I I I went to B dubs to watch it. You yeah. know, I I I was like locked in. And and it did it delivered on the good. So I put a little bit of money on Deontay Wilder, I'm gonna have to admit. Okay. The wrong, the wrong side. Yeah. He was the favorite. And in boxing, upsets are very rare. Yeah. And I thought, you know, Wilder, I, I actually didn't realize, because if you look at the two guys, you would think Wilder's younger. Not the case. Wilder's actually like 34. Fury's 31. In my mind, again, not knowing anything about boxing, I figured Wilder was the younger guy, maybe didn't take Fury seriously enough in the first fight. So I thought, Wilder's going to hit the gym. He's going to come back with a vengeance. And he's going to win the second fight. Well. Two things. One, Fury comes into this fight at 270-something. He, he came into the first fight at 250. Yep. Wilder comes in also about 20 pounds heavier, but he still looks cut. Fury is even bigger, he, about the same level of chunk of like yeah. thickness to him. You know, he's not, he's not cut up. But as soon as I saw these guys enter, I knew I was fucked. Fury, you have got to fucking... Google it and look it up and watch the video if, if you listen to this and you didn't see it. Fury's entrance, he he comes out on a, on a throne being carried by on a platform by naturally beautiful women. Okay, sitting in his king's robe with this king's crown to the song Crazy, Crazy for Philip. That song, that, that yeah. song. It's it's always a rap song or a rock song or yeah, a get you pumped hyphy, up song. Yeah, some hype song. Some hype up yeah. song. It's and then and then when he gets to the ring, they lower the steps and he just stands there for a minute, just like a fucking boss, turns around to the crowd and starts like lip syncing the crazy song. Crazy fuck. I knew this dude was mentally in this whole other space that was just it I knew I was fucked. And then Wilder comes out in like Mortal Kombat meets yeah, Death heavy. Knight meets, Ugh. yeah, and it was, it looked, it it looked hot, it looked heavy, like you said, it, like, I mean, 40, I think it really was, 40, was 40 pounds. pounds of extra weight on his, and here's the thing, so Fury is the one that first comes out, he takes maybe 10 minutes for his entrance, right, so, Deontay's just sitting back there in this fucking 40 pounds of heavy shit. Right. Like ready to go. And it's like, oh shit. I think I think it was intentional. I and think it, Wilder knew this fucking clown's gonna be in this getup. He heard somewhere. It was like, let's let's slow it down. Let's right. get him just let's tire his legs out and you don't notice it. Yeah. Well, and he also didn't even walk. He didn't yeah. even have to walk. He walked down the steps. And yep. then and then Wilder, he like it looked like Wyler walked in from the parking lot. By the yeah. time they got their shot on him, he it, his locker room was somehow not right next to the entrance. Yeah, I I don't. It looked like he walked a quarter mile or more <laughs> in that get up. He has gear. Yeah, and by the time he was taking that shit off, I was like, oh no, he's fucked. And then. Yep. Round one, I think Wilder may have gotten it just because they were just dancing around and he got a couple pops, but then his ear got busted the fuck open and he's holding onto the rope to hold himself up. I can't believe the ref didn't stop the fight, yep. frankly. Didn't stop it earlier, yeah. Yeah, and and he he was done by by mid-round two. You knew he had no shot. Yep. Um, but 
Tyson Fury is your new heavyweight champion of the world. And he's got, he's, he's fucking electric. He, he's a British guy. Wilder's yep. an American champion and he, former champion. And he sang bye bye Miss American Pie after the fight. It, you know, I kind of rubbing it in, in the face of the USA, but the charisma yeah. is so, it's, I am now a fan of boxing, and even though he he his win lost me money, I am watching Tyson Fury's next fight. Yeah. I'll be I'll be watching Tyson Fury as long as he fights. And and I'm still very interested in Deontay Wilder's career. I can't wait for oh, yeah. three. I the, can't wait for the third. Yeah, this third we, one. We've got to we get know. together for the third one. We're yeah, getting the we pay will. per view. Yeah, yeah, we're doing the pay per view. We're watching it because. First one, obviously not a lot of people knew about it because yeah, who, yeah, whatever. This one is, is the revenge fight. Now there's all the talks, right? We just brought it up. Oh, Deontay was tired. He didn't, he wasn't really prepared to do this in his legs. Yeah, now round three, all, he's like in Rocky two, right? When Apollo Creed's like, I can't believe, we didn't tie. I didn't win by default. Like he's, getting serious he's like none of the showboating shit none of like i'm training now we're gonna right. get this i'm gonna show you i'm the champ i'm you know i got yeah. the shadow yeah i'm stoked for whenever this comes out next year or later on that whenever they have it and they will they yeah. will have it you know because yeah. they each, we know I, I, they each <laughs> made 25 million before like the gate purse and the winner's purse. yep yeah, they're they're, they're probably already working out. They're 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 already they're already working signing on the, the deals and figuring. Yeah, yeah. And I do want to talk about boxing because who you know the Mayweather and Mayweather to me was such a soft. I hate to say it, he was such a soft to me boxer because he played such an elusive game. He yeah. wasn't like a I'm a fucking power hit you. He's smart. He's a very mental. He understands the game of boxing. But when I want to watch boxers, I want to watch Tyson, right? Mike Tyson, yeah. where she's fucking knockouts. power. Yeah, I want heavyweight power knockouts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want this like, oh, I'm dancing around for 10 rounds and then bam, 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 bam. Oh, I want on points. Yeah. Ugh, yeah I mean, they, when the yeah. best fighter pound for pound is a small guy, it's just not as much fun. He, yep. It's, 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 it's okay if it's a De La Hoya, but uh, yeah, when it's, Mayweather being at the top of the boxing heap was no good for boxing. It's yep, just not entertaining. Exactly. It wasn't. And, and, and Lennox Lewis was boring too. Um, you know, he was just jab, 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 and he's boring as an announcer too. Lennox Lewis is still boring you in boxing, <laughs> even after his fighting career. Exactly. Like, it's got to work the job. Just work the the jab. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up, Lewis! <laughs> I don't want to see them work the jab. I want to see Tyson clobber the fuck out of Wilder, we or Wilder win this thing in one in one punch. Bam! Yeah. Yeah, and so it's it's the most fun when the heavyweights are at the top of their game. And right now we've got entertaining heavyweights, and I hope there's more that come. I really hope boxing kind of gets. I hope this resurges. Back. Yeah, I hope yeah. this resurges, and they actually understand. People want to see. Yes. MMA did a really good job of this, showing the the violence. Because as humans, we want to see the violence, right? Yeah. Put put the pacifism aside. We want to see. We want to see the fights. We want to see the blood. We right. want to see the knockouts. And and frankly, Conor McGregor was so popular as an MMA fighter because he's a striker and he, he knocks people it. out. Yeah. And like yep. and and so 
Because MMA is great, but I don't really want to see a couple guys roll around on the ground. Yeah, I don't want to see the ground game. Yeah. No. I, I So so a, a good boxing match is still more entertaining to me than than an MMA fight. But and I and I appreciate the MMA for the analytics of it, where it's like, yeah, you go to the ground game, you ground and pound, you hold them in submissions. I get that. But when you get a boxing match, where that's the beauty of boxing, where it's like you're weaving in your you're not adding any kind of Muay Thai kicks or anything like that, but it's just like, bam, bam. And it's like, the guy goes down. He's down for a sec. He gets back up. He's, ooh, I'm getting yeah. a little wobbly here. And then ding, ding, he gets saved by the bell. He gets one more round to get right. his get his head right. And it's like, that's the rush. That's where it's like, okay, come on. You can fight. And it's the underdog story too, right? It's yeah. that under, where it's like, yeah. So boxing, yes. I had it written down in my notes. I wanted to surprise you with it. <laughs> that's ahead funny. Of me. So Yeah. We're we're definitely watching Tyson Fury and Deontay Part Three, the yeah. the the sequel, you know, whatever. Yeah, we're we're trilogy. we're we're go- we're going to a house where we're either ordering the pay per view or we're going to B Dubs because they have it. Yep, and we're getting wings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got sports. The sports talk is out. <laughs> the play getting... talk is in. Yep. All right. Welcome, guys. We are now in the tech corner the first thing i want to talk about is the brave browser so jeff do you know what the brave the brave browser is i don't i do not so brave or the brave browser is a very security private focused browser right it's the kind of anti google it's the anti whatever right so okay okay and so it does a good job it's an okay browser i don't mind it i just prefer speed I'm, and whatever you know i'm googling the brave browser as we speak yeah. yeah yeah um so they just released that the brave browser in their latest update if you get to a website that gives you a 404 error which is usually oh it can't be reached they've now built in that it'll use the Wayback machine if you're familiar with that jeff yeah to be able to see a cached version of the website so then it doesn't really ruin your experience, right? Yeah, obviously it's a, a cached in a screenshotted image of that browser at the time, but that makes it a little bit, it eases people into like, oh, wait, I can't, I'm just trying to find the article or I'm just trying to look at this. It's like, nope, 404, not a big deal. Here you go. Here's a Wayback Machine of a capture. Boom. I think from user perspective and from tech, this helps the layman Oh, why can't the website load? Oh, this is just what I want. I just wanted this little blurb to verify rather than like, oh, nope, can't reach the website, right? Right. Oh, here's this little dinosaur, right, for Google Chrome. It's like, nope, here's a glossed image of what you're looking for. And hopefully it's the most recent. So that was just one thing from a tech perspective. I thought, you know, there's really not been a lot of great, to me, enhancements, improvements to the browser experience, they've all kind of caught up to each other. Even the worst of the worst, Edge, for the most part, does a pretty decent job if you're just using it as a browser. You're just browsing things. It does what you need it to. But this is like a little, it gets a little closer, makes it a little more viable, gives you a little more, yeah, maybe I will use it. I may be being a little more security conscious. Maybe I'm being a little more, I want my privacy myself. And it just has that little bridge, that little gap. I'm definitely, little, in, yeah. I'm definitely intrigued. I'll probably be moving my my porn browsing to the Brave browser. To Brave. <laughs> it, it's, it's currently on Firefox private 
browser. Yeah, incognito than, private tab. Yeah, rather than my <laughs> rather than Chrome. Chrome. Uh, so that will be moving over to Brave. <laughs> I, I do. I wonder how they make their money if they're not letting in any ads. But um, I don't know. There's something. Well, about they still basic allow. Attention they tokens. still allow ads. Know. They still okay. allow ads, but it's not like the tracking. It's not right. Building that profile of you, that Google Chrome. Side note, we talked about Google. Google knows more about you than you know about yourself. Right. It yeah. knows the true you. It knows the who you are, what the fucked up things you're looking up. It knows the things you want to maybe buy, don't want to buy. They know you better than you think you know yourself. Right. Just that is a reality. There's not much we can really do to fix that now. Just everything. <laughs> no. That we're kind of fucked, right? <laughs> so you can only try and mitigate the damage. You can only minimize the fucked up things you can do now, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's they know us, and that's just a scary reality. <laughs> Facebook knows even more about you than maybe what Google. They work together. These right. these, tech, <laughs> these tech giants, they know you and every single person you know, and they know this is that. For Jeff, who doesn't use Facebook or the social media stuff much anymore. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, he's kind of like a blip. We kind of have an idea because he uses Gmail. We can kind of parse his emails. But they don't really have like a big fingerprint. They don't really have that big. We know him. Well, other I than left, maybe Amazon, I, you know. I left I left plenty of fingerprint back when I was on there. So they know they know plenty. They got enough. You know? Yeah, yeah they've, they, got enough. They've, they've got enough to work with for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah, I would, so... have to, I would have to dramatically change for them to not have a pretty good idea of what I'm like. Yeah. And so... I wanted to talk about the Brave browser, and then we got one more, which is a little more on the more serious, but I think is more cool from a tech perspective. So for those that, I'm a super nerd, I'm a super geek when it comes to this kind of stuff. At my old job, I helped a lot of uh, a lot of professors at my alma mater, KU, University of Kansas, and there's this piece of software company called Esri, and they had this thing called ArcGIS. You would use this for like mapping and for uh, geo, uh, geographic and uh, geospatial uh, software. And so the people at Esri have gathered their data and created this cool, I think it's cool from the perspective of this is what data does. This is why data is so important. This is why data is our new gold. This is why data is the new oil. Data is important. Data can do so much for you, but you can also manipulate it. But in this case, Esri or GIS created a map that actually is mapping the coronavirus and showing the confirmed cases, you know, cases by country, the total deaths so far. So from what this ArcGIS uh, mapping shows, it's just under 2,900 deaths so far. And that's just as of right now. Um, they also cover how many have recovered, the expected amount of people recovered, and that's showing 36,000. So from a tech perspective, and this was last updated, literally 20 minutes ago. I think that's just pretty cool. And I'll put a link in our description just so you can look at it and see what it does. But yeah. this is why data is so cool. This is why, to me, the future of our, our known universe is all going to be based off STEM research fields. Math, it's coding, engineering. This is our future, to be able to know this and map it and give people a very ideal you know you can see pictures and colors because that's how we visualize things that's how we can understand the severity of this problem and or other problems so I, i'm looking yeah. at it now it's it's yeah this is really interesting this is really cool 
yeah um and, i mean cool is kind of a weird way of putting it but and yeah that's why it's like it's not like a cool like tesla's you know truck like that's cool right, right but like yeah. this is cool in like a weird different way of like wow this is this is a bigger problem than i think a lot of people are wanting or not kind of expecting it this is not to get all like the sky's falling but this is a kind of a pandemic and the fact that i don't think i don't think you we talked about this but kind of go more a little bit morbid but there's like been a case of like doctors saying oh these this couple was cleared and that they no longer had the virus and then like three days later they relapsed they had it again so the unknown carrier you know this coronavirus is you can have the you can have the virus and not show symptoms for like i think they said like two weeks so this is like to me this is absolutely kind of like holy shit like this is how many contact people con you know the whole spread of how viruses spread and microbiology and how that shit just spreads so quickly and so yeah we'll see i yeah. you know i this is clearly uh i mean it's it's clearly a crisis of sorts but where okay I'm looking up the mortality rate in the United States. Now, so far, now this is Forbes 12 hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. 60 cases, zero total zero deaths, deaths at this yeah. point. And cool so, thing for you, Jeff, if you click on that link I sent you, if you click the US, it actually will tell you how many total deaths for that country. Which link? Uh, the GIS link I sent you. I'll send it again. Oh, yeah. The map. I'm, this, this old computer doesn't really want to have this map in this this meeting <laughs> at the same time. It, yeah, I had to close Chrome because oh. we're, at, we're at max CPU over here. This thing is, and I yeah, I think the, I think my CPU fans, I'm not even sure they run anymore. <laughs> Just passive cooling, no big deal. <laughs> it really is. I'm, I'm serious. I I really. I do not feel, yeah, it's, we're, we're getting hot. And, uh, so I guess, though, my, you know, yeah, yeah, 60, zero so far. I mean, obviously 60 is not enough to, that's such a small sample size, who knows. Um, but, yeah, and Japan's got four out of 214, and you, you got to think they have their shit together. I, I feel like J- Japan's probably a pretty good canary in the mine shaft for this deal, um, for lack of a better way of putting it, um, because they, you know they definitely have better healthcare than we do. Um, yeah. As pretty much every country that isn't completely shitty, uh, but, um, but I just I, I, I got to tell you, you know. U.S. News says 61,000 people in the United States died of the flu in 2017-2018. And, yeah, I mean, that was an especially bad year. An average year in the United States, you see about 12,000 people die a year of the flu. If we had named the flu in 2017, if we called it the, you know, I don't know, the Malaysian swine flu or something. Yeah. It would have it would have caused a hysteria not terribly unlike this one, especially yeah. once you start with the body count. I I hope that I hope I don't know. We'll see. 
yeah no no i get i i know where you're coming from and i know there are certain things we both you and i can't talk about because it delves into other areas but overall in terms of to the point of what i thought was cool was this whole map and what it builds and how people i i don't want to keep standing on this soapbox of like preaching stem 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 but coding is magic you can do you you can find a solution and be a fucking like a legitimate real wizard you want to parse the data and grab all these books and all these you know whatever there's a way to do it yeah you want you want to get all the images on a subreddit that's easy yep here you go and you get all the images and do all this cool stuff and yeah coding is magic and so that's what i just wanted to talk about and so i can dig it i can dig it uh this week though we will be skipping what we are now calling the game space and we're going to yeah. go into more because i go because i'm sober guys i have been <laughs> sober since friday and so and this is thursday so it'll thursday. be a week it'll be a week you know here in a, just a few hours or so yeah. since i had uh, consumed my my last intoxicant when i say sober i'm not just talking about drinking i'm talking about the whole shebang we're doing coffee and that's it yeah and um and that kind of that curbs my gaming a little bit. So I don't really have yeah. any games that I've been apeshit over because I've been getting real stoned and playing a bunch of video games recently. Yeah. But in the political space, this was more so. So two weeks ago, Elizabeth Warren murdered Michael Bloomberg on national television. Um, that was one of the worst debate performances I've ever seen in my life by him. Uh, he and what was great is they were right next to each other. So she basically just got to turn to him and shoot him right in the head metaphorically speaking yeah go go look it up if you want basically he has non-disclosure agreements with and he did not dispute the number he just said a few elizabeth warren had the number 10 10 women who he has had to coerce or bribe into signing non-disclosure agreements because in his words this was part of his defense they might not have liked a joke he made that that's was part of what yeah. he, his explanation that's the legal term yeah the and legal, then, yeah and i've heard all kinds of commentary on this but one thing i haven't heard is how like he had this kind of hilarious little snaky he's like well they're non-disclosure and they're they've agreed not to talk about it and that's how it's gonna stay and it's like it just was the most I, anyway it was the most swarmy snaky old rich guy thing you could possibly say in that situation so fuck bloomberg he promptly though bounces back by purchasing ad time during cbs's most recent debate and also there was something weird with the crowd we're jumping debates here right yep, so to i'm the I, next one yeah we're, mm-hmm. we're going from the nevada debate where he just got fucking smoked and frankly you know amy didn't look good bernie looked great in that debate pete pete looked good pete always looks pretty good to the south carolina debate where there were some tweets out there saying you had to purchase seats i don't really necessarily think that is true um cbs says the seats were equally distributed among the campaigns i cannot believe how much vocal bloomberg support there was was. yep yeah that just doesn't make any sense and does smell a little fishy to me frankly Mm -hmm. it is also complete horseshit 
that he was allowed to air political ads during, during that debate. Yep. And and I'll tell you what, Trump has done some damage to the media by calling them fake news, but CBS fucking deserves it. That was a disgrace. Their moderators did not moderate. They they had no control over the conversation or the debate. They were kind of joking about it. Grandpa Joe and the moderators kept trading jokes about he, how he's the only one who abides by his time. And they're like, Haha, you're right, Joe. You're such a gentleman. While they let everybody else jump all over themselves yep. to shoot at Bernie Sanders like a circular fucking firing squad. Yep. It was, it was terrible. And CPS has zero credibility as far as I'm concerned. Mayor Pete once again looked very good because again, he always looks very good, but it it was, th this latest debate was, uh, to me, it was just a bad night for the Democrats because it, the same people who are are talking and preaching party unity because they're afraid after fucking Bernie Sanders, his people aren't going to come back to the pack mm -hmm. are pointing at Bernie Sanders and being like, if you support this guy, there's no way we can beat Trump. Yeah. It, it's it's completely absurd. He, Bernie's never said that about anybody else. I'm going to fall in line and vote for whoever they nominate. If it's if it's someone who voted for the Iraq war, and really I think that's only Biden at that point, it's going to be very difficult for me. Um, it'll be pretty easy for me to vote for any of the other candidates, but they are doing Bernie dirty. And yep. again, I would again, 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 and and I would love to see him just turn the whole fucking thing over and shift the entire paradigm to the left where it needs to fucking go. It's so absurd that F FDR is considered one of the greatest presidents in history. We elected him three times. I think he's the only president in U.S. history that was that's been elected three times. Now, part of that was wartime, but part of that was the New Deal and the fact that he brought this country back from the Great Depression and and really. It, he did eradicated poverty is not quite the right word, but he took the biggest bite out of poverty of any president in the history of the United States. And, and it's all thanks to this thing called the new deal, which frankly is just a little bit of socialism with your capitalism, a yeah. little bit of a, of a safety net. And all Bernie Sanders really wants to do is complete the new deal and, and bring us to parity with company, with countries like with radical communist dictatorships like Canada and Finland in terms of public health care and education and the fact that that is seen as such an outrageously left-wing idea is all the more reason i am dying to see him nominated and then he obviously has to win not yeah. because i think he's going to get anything done because frankly the republicans are going to fuck him so hard they'll probably try to impeach him and spit him out just the way that the Democrats tried to spit Trump out, which frankly, I think was and is a mistake, that his election would shift the entire spectrum a little closer to where it needs to be yeah. in favor of not causing people to go bankrupt if they have a heart attack when they don't have a job and thus don't have health insurance and not letting people starve to fucking death. And, uh, you know, anyway... No, you make, 
I, I really didn't want you to stop because you make a good point. This this is not a, well, I can't, we talked about it, it Andrew Yang dropping out. I think, I don't know if this is something that could be done. And there's been talks where it's like Bernie needs to, I don't know why it has, I hate this word. He has to do this. It's like, oh, well, if Bernie wins the, you know, candidacy, you know, to represent, he has to get a female, you know, running mate. I'm like, why? Why does he need to do a, why not just get the best people? I think, and I don't know how this works or if Andrew Yank would want to do it, but like to me, the the most sense would be that Bernie picks Andrew Yang as his vice president. You know, partner. that's a dream. That's a dream ticket, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, a dream it's, ticket. But yeah. you know, we talk about the have to, the, and and we talked about this on the last pod. I think mm-hmm. what I like is that Bernie doesn't do what you have to do. And yeah. when when the Iraq War vote happened, if I'm not mistaken, it was ninety nine to one. Mm-hmm. You had to vote for the Iraq War. You were anti American. Yep. But no, you didn't. No, you fucking didn't. Because if if you if you thought about the lives that were going to be lost and you thought about the fact that we're being fucking lied to, as as people knew, this American Life on NPR ran a fucking show in but before we bombed anybody in Iraq about how it was all bullshit. So it wasn't like it was this top secret shit that no one knew until we uncovered it. It yeah. people people knew at the time. It was Bernie out knew there. at the, the info time. was out there. It yeah. was out there. And 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 hopefully the internet will keep that kind of catastrophe from ever happening again because hopefully that information would be dispersed more widely among the public so there would not be the political capital to to go to war at that scale for such stupid reasons but but yeah i i would love to see bernie bring in uh andrew yang i would love to see him and he i don't think i think this would definitely not happen because she wouldn't qualify for the presidency if he died and that's a that, that's kind of a big deal since he's 78 and may have a heart yep. condition i would love to see him bring in aoc as his vo oh, okay uh you know ocasio cortez she is yep. fucking dynamite and and i think she's the natural successor to bernie's uh to bernie's Platform. movement once yeah. once he moves on but no, I think that yeah. makes a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. But obviously, like you said, it he can't it, it he can't do that because then yeah. and then I think the speak I, I don't I don't know I don't know where the line of succession goes beyond there. But you definitely can't make it to you know, Republican. So yeah. he yeah yeah. But I think we got a lot. We, we talked about a lot of stuff today. This was a yeah. good. This is where I just want to shout out to our supporters and. Just kind of to give you guys a roadmap, this is kind of where I wanted us to initially go. And football and sports was just kind of that nice segue to get people a little more interested and to be able to just make people some money. Yeah. Make dude, I'm still just riding high on the fact that we went like nine and one or something in the post. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was such out because the only loss we got was the Seattle game and they didn't lose it by that much. They lost right. to Green Bay. And it's just right. like we we fucking called it. Yeah. We got the over. Or we got the under. We got <laughs> the team. We got cut the, the over. Alt we lines. got the under. We, got we the, gave you the winner of the Super Bowl. Every, yes. We gave every, you minus seven and a half. The alt line. The yeah, alt line. Did, yeah. The alt line delivered. It's just like holy shit. We <laughs> God, we're we're riding on this. So, oh man, I'm so fucking psyched. Me too. For this Oh dude, I'm just I, 
I think you can see my face. I'm just so fun excited for next year's football. Just like if we just continue, if we go two straight years of like just straight fire. I don't see why we're, not. We're gonna have to start a, a shell company, an <laughs> LLC. <laughs> yeah. LL, the bakery betting. Just, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna need runners in Vegas putting bets in for us because my bookie will fucking fire me. He's yeah. he's he's already like yeah anyway he's, <laughs> he's already like begging me to bet on basketball because he needs his money back. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate it. Catch us next week and. Really, like I said, we're going to be kind of morphing and being flexible and not just being purely – our focus is going to be football. That's just yeah. – we talked about it. Football is king here. Football king. is king. But we're going to talk about all the other stuff, all, all the other the important stuff. things, all of it. And the quality should be better next week. We had, oh, yeah. to, uh, we had to improvise. This is a remote uh, situation. My, my equipment, as we've discussed, is not ideal. But <laughs> we'll see you all next week. See you guys. Epstein didn't kill himself, guys. Epstein did not kill himself. Thanks. <laughs>